Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM. Friends. Just friends. Yes, you're very welcome to uh, Jen's Friends. We do this over Friday where my bestest of friends come in and talk about the stories that got you going during the week. We have a lot to get through. I have Robbie Lawler and Ray Ronan sitting in front of me. How's it going, lads? Hello. Good bad. morning. Good morning. A happy Friday. Happy yes, Friday to you God. too. Are you just back from your holidays, Marie? Yeah, I'm a bit all over the place. I'm, I came back from Orlando mm. on Wednesday nice. and um, the kids still have jet lag yeah so 1am this morning um, popping in uh, one needs to do a poo the other one wanted their breakfast Um, so back to bed at 4am it was fine it's fine. It'll all be grand by Sunday. Why do people have kids? Yeah, That's a question. No, yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think we just, nobody tells us the Get real dogs. stuff. Nobody tells you the real yeah. stuff. Jet lag is a killer with kids. It's a killer. <laughs> like the, It took me weeks to get over when we went to New York. They're just wandering around in the middle of the night. Wandering like, around. And and it's, so, it's not just the wandering around. It's like they want food because they're like, it's a different time. They're weeing and pooing at different times and had full-blown conversations about when can she get her ears pierced <laughs> and what colour stone she's going to get in her ears. So They're very important conversations. Yeah, that was, I don't know, quarter to three? Uh, no, no, not great. Um, yeah, good luck with that. Thanks. Mm. Uh, Robbie, how's life? Great. You Brilliant. don't have any jet lag in your life? <laughs> no. All good. But I am, I'm going to Australia next month for World Pride good. Irish Concerts bringing myself my co-host Veda over to do a little bit of work over there and to bring our movies so I'm expecting the jet, jet lag. lag on the other side of that on yes. the other side of that, I'll probably be piercing my ears too yeah, yeah. breakfast and poos <laughs> will be all wonder. over the place amazing that sounds delightful yeah, okay perfect. well we had a lot of topics this week certain ones really kind of took off and all the way back to Monday we got texts about when your parents um, just are really embarrassing mm. Mairead let's start at the butchers <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh I hope my sisters aren't, aren't listening um, so uh, my mom, um, Maureen she was amazing very elegant woman a bit of a kind of Princess Diana vibe but mm. my mom had a ferocious temper and when things didn't go her way she made them go her way mm-hmm. okay so she fixed them and made them go her way so I was in what used to be crazy prices um, it's now Tesco mm-hmm. um, but back in the day when it was still crazy prices um, my mom went to get her our Christmas turkey um, boned and rolled and was just told by the butcher that now you've missed the you've missed the date it's too late you should have done that like three or four days ago my mom started to, to kind of work I, I could see it happen okay. I could see this red mist mm-hmm. and um, she was polite at first but then it went to when he kept saying no I'm here three days a week Every single week, all year, and you're telling me you're not going to bone and roll my turkey as I'm pushing the trolley away from my mom, just pretending to be a kid shopping on my own. Um, he, he boned and rolled her turkey. Yes, he. I'm sure he boned and rolled that turkey. He like did. No man has ever boned and rolled a turkey and, before. And and then she sent my dad and I over oh to gosh. collect said boned and rolled turkey. And um, the butcher said to my dad, "Well, that lady." It's more of a tiger and she showed me her teeth the other day. <laughs> so my, my dad was clueless. He didn't know because my mama never mentioned it. He said, like, okay, 
Okay. That um, must have been kind of thrilling. In mm, yeah, I'm actually, I'm actually still, my heart is racing yeah, like, still going back to that point. Yeah, you're going out with a parent who would lose the rag every now and again. So she didn't, she didn't lose it for no reason though. Like she would lose it when she was like, you're being unreasonable. You're going to bone and roll my turkey and that's the end of it. Good and, on um, Yeah, that's that. what she did. I think we all need to be, be a, a bit, bit more, more like, like mm. Maureen. Yeah, yeah, need to be a bit more like Maureen. Um, Robbie, your family was the other way around. Uh, the parents were the ones embarrassed. Now I know you are a lovely boy Robbie but how mad were your brothers and your sisters at school tell us <laughs> yeah my poor mam she never got a break so um, just growing up my, my eldest brother and my sister they were just a nightmare to be honest like my brother got expelled in school <gasps> for, oh. I know for setting the chemistry lab on fire <laughs> he was so bold growing up and my sister she she got away with more because she was the best in the sports team the soccer team but she used to be like punching people around the place and stuff like that so she nearly got expelled um, so my mum like she'd never come to my parent teaching me it's just because she was so mortified <laughs> because everyone in school knew her as like Joey's mum oh, no. but also like look I- I'm a HIV activist so I'm on like radio like this the Tommy Turner show Late Late Show and I'm like yeah I don't have to wear condoms with me fella like mortifying her and she's in the audience <laughs> looking I'm just like so bless her she has to put up with it but I think not in phases at Your this brother set the school oh, on fire, fire. Yeah, the chem lab, yeah. that is pole vaulting over the line yeah. with boldness mm. my yeah. days yeah he's, he's still bold now in fairness it's not going to change sticking with schools for one second yesterday we were talking about weird school rules Mairead uh, how did you end up social distancing in the <laughs> yeah. 1990s in Finglas yeah St Michael's Holy Faith Convent um, in the centre of Finglas lovely bottle green uniform I had the best 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 school memories I just I loved school That's so good much to hear. loved it um, but our weird school rule which I kind of still do today on corridors keep to the left oh yeah. you you had to stay left so we were social distancing long before COVID and you'd hear a nun or a teacher or the principal Mr. Redmond shouting keep left on the corridor just randomly if people started going into the middle and do you still do that? I do I mean I walked in with Killian your producer and I was like way over left and he was on the isn't that crazy how these things just kind of stick in your head? They do. And I mean, handy for driving when you learn to drive. Yeah. Um, but also health and safety on staircases. Keep left. Going up escalators. Keep left. Keep left. It's good. It's a good skill to have. Fair yeah, play but it's to a fingers. mad rule. It is a mad Especially rule. Especially if you're in London. Yeah. That's a good rule. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, because we don't really stick to that over there unless you went to that school in Finglas. There you go. <laughs> there we go. Now, on Wednesday, we asked about that time you met someone you know from work or home, off the telly, just randomly. I was at my friend's wedding in Croatia in Dubrovnik and Daniel O'Donnell was sitting in the reception. It was really odd. Uh, but of course, you had to go up and chat to him. Of course you did. And we had so many texts and people were like up uh, up a mountain and met their old school teacher and stuff like that. Mairead, uh, you had this recently? Yeah, very recently. Um, so, I, like I said, I just came back from Orlando yep. on Wednesday and um, like myself and my husband walk, walk, and the kids are walking around one of the parks the Universal and and he just said guys weird like the flight was packed coming out but I haven't seen or heard an Irish person mm. like I haven't haven't heard an Irish accent even though it was really really busy and I was like yeah me neither I, was, I kind of was only thinking that 20 minutes later <laughs> Right. I turn around and there's my boyfriend from when I was 14, 15. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, I haven't seen him since then. But you know that, like, the face hasn't changed. The voice had changed. And there he was with his wife and two kids. I was like, oh my, like, that oh my goodness. Crazy. And she was in my class in school. So it was just so funny having said 
haven't seen haven't seen mm-hmm. I haven't heard an Irish accent haven't seen an Irish person to then see someone who I haven't seen in like I don't know that's I, horrific that's the thing of nightmares Maraid I mean, ah no it wasn't it wasn't <laughs> it was Maraid. like Maraid was delighted she's like ah, no she's a sweet like a sweet person and, and yeah and a lovely wife and their two kids so oh, we ended up just chatting nice. for like 10 that's minutes nice. it was really lovely that's nice um, but random. I don't know if I would have been able to cope with that that is so random it's and, so random and yeah. mental uh, Robbie now yours is a million miles from Orlando what was your experience and why can't you name the celeb that you met <laughs> why well, is that I want to give her some peace I suppose so last year this time last year I was in a place called Oaxaca in Mexico right just above the Guatemalan border okay. and I went on an ayahuasca retreat oh in the mountains it was the most amazing what is that exactly ayahuasca is like a plant medicine it's like the shamanic plant medicine it's like yes. open space basically mm-hmm. okay um, <laughs> you do mushrooms in the mountains well basically well it's like yeah <laughs> it was a great time but that's a whole different segment but so I went with my uh friends and my partner and it's real magical but as part of the group this most beautiful woman I've ever seen in my life came up and she was part of a group I was like I know her it's like Morris give you my phone uh, my partner so I looked her up she is a top supermodel back in the Giselle days Naomi Campbell days so she was part of our group so I was telling everyone in the group who she was (laughs) but I was like but we can't say it to her because I don't want to be fangirling over her and then she Uh feels like she can't be part of the experience she can't let go so one day we were eating all these avocados and she was like oh this reminds me of the time that I was doing a walk for Victoria's Secret I ate so much avocado that he said I was putting on weights to book her then he's like you don't look like your picture and we were all ha ha and I was like oh my god supermodel XXX I wanted to say this all the time, your biggest fan, blah, blah, blah. But she loved it. But she was telling me all these stories about how she got like... Uh, Who is it? I can't say. Robbie. But she's Eastern European. Oh, that's, that's not... <laughs> that's 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 not the yeah. yeah, she's back on the top. Anyway, she's absolutely lovely. How was the retreat? The retreat was absolutely magical. And I have to say, there's a lot of healing in it. It's called medicine for a reason, but I thought it was a care bear at one point. Mm. I was in this intergalactic grave at the next one. And then the torridum was just full of like love and forgiveness and happiness. So I, I became a new person after it. Really? Mm. And it was in a beautiful setting as well. So Should really bring your brother. <laughs> I Good think he's well past that to be honest yeah. Okay we're going to get your brother on the phone and take a quick song We'll come back Stay with us We're going to take a quick break We will come back uh, with some music and back with Jen's friends Friends. Just friends. Welcome to Jen's Friends of a Friday. This is where I get two of my bestest of friends in to chat about the stories <laughs> of the week. I have Mairead Ronan and Robbie Lawler in. How are you? Oh, happy days. Happy days. Now, um, we have to talk about horoscopes. I'm not a big fan, but this always gets people going mm-hmm. on the text machine. Uh, on Tuesday, we st- spoke about horoscopes and would you date someone if you were not compatible due to your horoscope reading, whatever. I don't know. Robbie, are you into them? Um, no, but I do think there is some ev- sense to them. And uh, my own evidence is every Scorpio who I've ever met in my life is a completely mental. Okay. So there, like, in okay. Fr- <laughs> I, That's I, a massive generalisation. <laughs> Huge. You should distance yourself I, I, from I, I, that. Okay, can I just distance myself from what Robbie's just said? What I mean is like, they're the best friends. I've been friends with all Scorpios, but they're so fiery. And uh, like my, my old housemate, Michael, who's also a Scorpio, he went on dates with people. And if they were Scorpio, he wouldn't date them anymore because he's like, two Scorpios should never be together. Really? Like, that was his reason for not dating them. Ooh. Isn't that wild? That is wild. I with him though. Right. I don't think you should let them dictate your life. I really don't. I really don't. I mean, it says that me and Lau are not compatible. What are you? What are you and what is I'm Aries. He's a Gemini. Okay. Apparently Aries is the best one to be. Yeah, we're both Aries. We're April. I think we're days apart, actually. Yeah, I'm the ninth. Yeah, I'm the third. Are you the monkey? 
Wait, what? I don't in the Chinese, oh, listen to me. Like, I, I, 19, I even hate myself saying that. We're the same year. We're the same year, but you need days apart. Really? Crazy. Yeah. Born yeah. leaders, apparently. Yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Why was Mystic, Mystic Meg central to you organising your life? What, what's well, that? you see, I have I pay zero attention to them now. But like when you're kind of between the ages of 13 and maybe 17, I lived my life. Through Mystic Meg. Through the horoscope. So whatever Sunday papers my mum and dad bought, I would go straight to the magazine or the the page in the paper where the horoscopes were and I would try and like kind of go, ooh, well... The News of the World one says this. The Sunday Indo one says this. So I'm going to go which, which whatever one, that, you know, suited me. But she, uh, Mystic Meg had one in, um, it was either December or January. And it would map out your the rest of the year. Oh. Yeah, that was a, that was a really good one. That's a good read. That was a really, really good one. So you'd be like, things are hotting up in May. Mm. And I'd be like, that's it. I know he's definitely going to meet me then. He's going <laughs> to want to meet me then. Shift the face off Shift me. the face yeah. off me Is she May. still doing the papers, Mystic Meg, or is there a new one? I don't know, because I pay zero attention <laughs> to the name. Oh I, I, like I said, 17. This I, got, I moved on, I moved on. You got sense. Um, okay, one that I love from Wednesday was the calls we had about night courses and job changes that mm. just kind of turn things around. Mairead, uh, what different directions are you glad you took? Uh, well, I, I took a massive job different direction just over a year ago when I um, I left radio. Now you said it, I read it in the paper today because you're on the front of one of the papers today uh, and you said it to myself and Robbie when you came and you said you were doing cartwheels out of that bleed studio. Uh, no, it's nothing yeah. to because I said and what I also followed up with saying and I loved them, right? the job. <laughs> I loved them, but I just felt like I was an elastic band about to snap. I was mm. trying to do everything. I couldn't I felt like I wasn't doing anything right. I was doing my job to the best I could, but I probably could have done it better. I was being a crappy parent, terrible wife, barely seen my dad, never seen my friends. And I, I was just I was just working all the time. And and it wasn't just the radio because I always have other things going on yeah. as well. So it was all these different balls, juggling them all. And it's not fun doing that. And you that. just said no. And I just said the one thing that I'm going to step away from is the one thing that I can. It's the one thing that's not flexible. I mean, I wasn't going to give up the husband or the kids. Um, and uh, it's, you know, you know yourself, you have to be here every single day at the same time and you stay every single day until the same time. There's no flexibility mm. with it. And as much as I loved it, as much as I loved my producer and we bawled our eyes out when we were like, saying yeah. goodbye, I knew 1000% I was making the right mm-hmm. decision. Isn't that great that yeah. you're so sure? I was so sure and that's what I mean. Like I was so sure there was no doubt in the weeks coming up to my last day that I'm like I wasn't wavering or going have I done the right thing? Have I not done the right thing? Like I could have cartwheeled out of there. If I was able to do a cartwheel I would have. How long were you in radio though? But you've been 19 years. See wow. that's incredible. 19 oh. years. And that's... 19 years in the one place. Yeah. So um, and like it just has such a, a special place in my heart forever. And, and you I, were blonde when you started. I was and blonde then you went, when <laughs> Now you're blonde again. It's like well, circle listen, of life. If I wanted to be brunette now, Jen, I would have to do what you've done and open up a hair salon because of the grey. I would be in a chair every eighteen to twenty days, and uh, so blonde, blonde masks grey, mm-hmm. like nothing else. Absolutely. Uh, so you're happy now. It's great to see that. I mean, it's great to see that you've made it. It's such a huge decision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And are still really happy about it a year later. I, I am. And I, 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 you know, I was so lovely. When I was delighted when I got the call to come in here today because I do always have that, like, I miss radio. I miss the studios. I miss your own headphones yeah. on. I miss, yeah. you know, chatting into a microphone. So I'm going to get to scratch that itch 
uh, next week again because I'm doing a podcast with my old radio wife Jenny yes. Kelly so yes. I'm looking forward to that it's going to be Jenny Emeraid now and you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts but uh, I can't wait uh, yeah, I can't wait to jump into that and you can do that in your own time and you can still see your it, husband it will be yeah it will be done when the kids are at school Absolutely. and I'll be home before they finish I love it Robbie You've been in beauty pageants, activist, a movie on the go. Have you ever actually had a real job? Um, Walking down a stage in a tong is a job. (laughs) It's a serious job. Excuse me. No, no, uh, no, I haven't. And my boyfriend would definitely back that up. (laughs) Um, So I wanted to do zoology in Australia and I had a job in conservation waiting for me. But then I got a HIV diagnosis. And if you get HIV, you can get a residency visa to Australia. So then I was like, well, what am I going to do next? So then I wanted to be a HIV activist. So then I'd done a master's in sexuality studies to understand what stigma is. And then I got involved in the global access to medicines movement. So why should I get access to treatment? but all my friends around the world don't have the same access mm-hmm. to treatment. So now I'm doing a PhD looking at HIV treatment activism in Ukraine, specifically at HIV and hepatitis C activism. Um, so my wor- so just kind of like, um, the HIV is almost like the best thing that happened to me because now I'm in this world that I just love. I really love. So I'm a big believer in no regrets. Just go with life, even during the bad times because like the magic really happens then. That's it. Timing of your life. Absolutely. Your life. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to come back and talk to me about that shame and you met in those mountains, okay? That's oh, yeah. yeah. Over coffee. <laughs> 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 I need Let's to know about it. that. Can you tell me, what's this movie? Yes, yeah, so um, uh, I made a movie with um, Sean Dunn um, as part of a, cl- a collaboration. So he was a playwright. He was one of the guys who I had to go back to because we were partners and said, I got HIV diagnosis, you need to get tested. Mm-hmm. So he came back to me, he's like, Robbie, I want to make a play about how people live with HIV in Ireland. So I made a play, done really well. Then we got funding from the Irish Arts Council and we teamed up with Invisible Treads, a production team. And then we made a movie about how people in Ireland living with HIV navigate disclosure. So how do we share our HIV mm-hmm. status where our children or children share with their parents or why we don't share it um, I'm like my amazing co-host Veda is in it and um, women are really well represented in it so now it, uh, it got an Irish screening which was extremely well but it's on the IFI website okay. if you want to watch it there so hi- go watch it go talk about it on the internet and go talk about HIV with your friends and family Lovely well done Mairead uh, you're involved with Bardstown I love Bardstown a great organisation we need to give them a mention Oh my god we absolutely do I was down there yesterday Jen for hours and hours and hours and and I hadn't been there for years and I'd forgotten how special a place it really, really is. Um, and the reason I was down there is, it was, is to, to launch a fantastic partnership between Barrettstown and Apple Green. Um, and chatting to everyone there yesterday, Barrettstown, it costs eight million a year for them to do what they do. And if anybody's listening and they don't know what Barrettstown does... Um, I'm sure everybody has been sick at some point over the last few months in Ireland. Yeah. You know how miserable you feel and you know that your life stops. You don't go to work for a few days. You don't go to school for a few days. And you feel pretty miserable and you feel pretty rotten. And your life just pauses for that week or those two weeks. Imagine being a child and you're diagnosed with a serious illness. So your childhood then becomes hospital visits, yeah. treatments, surgery. That childhood is lost for possibly a few years and that's for the ones who obviously get better their siblings life their their changes the parents life the entire family's mm-hmm. life changes so Barrettstown they have these amazing therapeutic camps that the family can go to the children can go to the siblings can go to and they they help them and they help them cope with their illness but they also help them to rediscover the magic of childhood again and let them 
be children again away from wow. all of that. They also have outreach programs in yeah. hospitals for children who can't go to Barrettstown and they also go to schools as well. So they're an amazing organisation and we really need to support them. And that's exactly what Apple Green have done. They have um, joined up with them for the next three years. So 2023, 24 and 25. And they have pledged to raise one million euro for Barrettstown. Um, so um, customers or anybody uh, around in Apple Green, watch out over the, the next few months because there'll be, be loads of things happening there and um, get involved. And can I also just mention, Jen? Yeah. Barrettstown were telling me yesterday that they're always looking for uh, new volunteers. So oh. anybody wow. listening who's over the age of 19 and I saw tons of volunteers there yesterday and they were training and they looked like they were having the crack. Loads of guys and girls, you know, students and uh, they were just having the crack. You could see they were loving it. So uh, if anyone's over the age of 19, go check it out and just go to the Barrettstown uh, website and you can take a look there. Amazing. Amazing. Uh, lads, thanks for being and my friends today. Jennifer Zapparelli. Weekday morning from 9 on 2FM.